guys, it's Morgan, the owner of Lash Alliance. And I am Annie, the lead brand ambassador here at Lash Alliance. Today we are talking about how to build a clientele. So how to build a clientele when you are first starting out because it can be hard, especially if you are immediately going booth rent. If you are able to find a salon that can help you build a clientele, it's gonna be a lot easier. Yeah, but especially because it's hard going booth rent as soon as it you is. get out. It's, we've talked about that before. Yeah, it really is. and. The industry, there's so many more lash artists popping up. Like our trainings, when we first started, I would train a girl here and there. Once every one year. <laughs> right, and now every single training is full. Like it is crazy how many girls are wanting to do lashes. So there's a lot more competition, which not necessarily is always a bad thing, but you are going to have to do a lot more to set yourself apart. And also there's like a lot of different things that go into it too, you know, like the economy and for sure yeah you know prices and stuff your like location that, so. all of that and I think I will say before we get into a lot of tips the biggest thing I always tell students is to treat your clients like a queen like family <laughs> like if you do that because they're coming in and they're paying you for a service right mm -hmm. and if you treat them like a queen they will continue to come back to you and especially it'll get you clients with word of mouth, you know? Right. Like she's going to go to her friends and say, right. you know. Yeah, and I think one thing that I see a lot, and it this is one of my probably biggest pet peeves in the industry, is I see on Instagram, Facebook, girls that will, Complain. you know, come out. They go on rants. <laughs> yeah. And it's very unprofessional, and they start talking really, really bad about clients. And... You know, there's a way, if you do have a crazy client or someone that's rude, there is a way to deal with that, but it's not going on your Instagram story. And also, I feel like you, you know, can go on your Instagram and you can, um, like, post about your policies. Of course. And of stuff course. like that, but you don't have to be like, this client did this, oh, yeah. and now I'm not going to oh, yeah. be accepting this because this client ruined it for me. And yeah. Da -da -da. So even if you do have a bad experience, like, you can talk about it, but... right. You, you should have communication, right, right, like have commu communication with your clients, but when you go on Instagram and go on a rant, that client might, even if it's not about them, they might be thinking you're talking about them. Or they're going to think like, oh, what if I get my lashes done? They're going to be scared. Like X, Y, Z that I did. Right. So. They might be scared of you and they might not come back or they might be walking on eggshells when they come to their appointment with you and they're not going to tell their friends about you. It's the same thing about like if a client is in your chair and you're complaining about your last client do or not do don't that. do that <laughs> that's really really bad and that's something that I feel like we see a lot in the industry yeah. and then girls will be like well I can't get any clients in the door well you're going on a rant every week on your Instagram talking bad about clients yeah. and charging them extra for <laughs> cleaning them and are you doing <laughs> <the> extra <laughs> uh, yeah exactly. we actually heard a story uh this is a couple years ago and sometimes I wonder I'm like is that true but she swears that it was true. One of the lash artists here had saw a post or something in a lash group, and it was in Texas, a salon that was charging fees if clients had to get up and go to the bathroom. Oh my gosh. And and I don't know, I'm like, what? Like, it's so bizarre to me. I think in my, I'm like, how's that even legal, you know? How much do uh, they even charge? I think it was like a $10 fee is what she said. And like I said, maybe it's not true, but honestly, people are really crazy, and it, 
I could yeah. I can believe like it. Like cleaning, charging for cleaning. charging for cleaning. Sometimes that we see that a lot as well. And charging for every minute that they are late. Yeah, stuff like that. Right. I've seen a lot of different upcharges that people do that right. are kind of crazy. Right. Yeah, I agree. And it's just you have to realize how you're treating them, and if you're treating them bad, they're not gonna come back to you. And I think a lot of people, their ego gets in the way because they think, oh, I've been doing this for 10 years and they're disrespecting me by coming in with dirty lashes or they have to, why didn't they use the restroom beforehand? So they feel entitled to like all this extra money when everybody's just a person, you know, like dial it back a little bit. Right, take a breath. Treat them nicer. Maybe yeah. excuse them for some of those things, right. and they're going to feel more comfortable coming to you. Right. You know. Yeah, and if you're ever having an issue with the client, just set them down and talk to them professionally. I've had to do that before with clients, and you know, don't go on your Instagram, yeah, and go on a rant or make a post that is very unprofessional, and you're ticked off. You know, take a breath take a minute you know if you need to get advice from someone else in the industry get advice or your salon owner or whoever that you have um like that's a mentor to you get advice from them and really take a breath and don't react out of emotion I guess take a step say. back and look at how you're painting yourself yeah. you know what i mean yeah. um and how maybe just scroll through your own instagram and see like what other people are seeing you know what i mean yeah um because you know, you can choose how you per- present yourself, yourself. because yeah. we got to think too. a lot of other lash artists will be following you on your page as well. And especially the new girls that are coming into the industry, if you're posting things like that, you know, they're probably going to tell people because we've heard a lot about it, about stuff like that from other people. And oh, yeah. Did you see yeah. so-and-so's post about XYZ? And yeah. Yeah. There was someone in our state that was doing that, and it got brought to our attention, and it was like a every week thing. And she actually stopped doing it, and I'm thank goodness she did because I don't want her to do bad. Her work was amazing, but she was going about those type of things the wrong way. And it's something that I feel like has been pretty common in our industry, but people like us have been speaking out about it and trying to give you guys tips on how to properly go about it. But it's really all just about communication. And like I said, taking a breath. And if you're upset, take a day. Amen. Take a day because, (laughs) yeah, take a day because sometimes if something does happen with the client that frustrates you, you might immediately react and you're going to be very upset. And that's, I think, where those rants on Instagram come from. But if you take a day and then just address it with that client, because more likely it's just that client. It's not all your other clients, but all your clients are viewing your story. So like I said, it might not be about this client over here, but they're going to think it's about them. Oh, wow. Annie hates her clients. Yes. They're going to think that you hate your clients. And it can make some clients not come back to you. So I think that's the biggest thing in building a clientele is really making sure that you are treating your clients good. And I'm not saying let someone disrespect you. That's a, we actually are going to do another podcast on that, but just those general regular clients treat them good yeah give them the benefit of the doubt like everybody messes up here and there you know what I mean like everybody's late here and there um yeah you're gonna have dirty lashes let's say like you're a mom and you're busy and you haven't had time to clean your lashes today (laughs) 
I don't care. That's yeah. okay. I'm going to clean right. them anyways, you know? Right. <laughs> right. I clean lashes every single, like, before I start every single time. Exactly. As and you should. And if it's too bad, I'll send them to the bathroom and have them clean them first, and then I'll double clean them. Yeah. It's not a big deal. And sometimes we let those little tiny things, like, agitate us, yeah. and we really shouldn't because Maybe then, don't double book yourself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, that goes into it, too. If you're yeah. double booked, you're not going to have time to do that kind of stuff. But really just don't let those little things frustrate you because it clients will see that they're watching and also if you do you're going to resent not only like your job your life you're going to resent your clients you're going to end up hating your job if everything is negative yeah you know for sure which like i understand there are inconveniences that happen all the time every day and it's not the best it's not fun all the time but i mean if you're getting paid, you're getting paid, girl. Right. And like I said, there's a complete difference of clients that are, you know, maybe disrespecting you and, di- and a client that constantly runs late. And, you know, that's a whole nother subject. But we're just talking in general and little things like that. Don't let it frustrate you because, yeah, clients are watching you and other lash artists are watching you as well. Right. And there could be lash artists that are in school or newer that are looking that are watching you because they love your work and they're looking up to you and when you're doing things like that you're kind of setting an example Mm -hmm. for lash artists that are watching you and you know that's that's rant to your friends and not your instagram yeah your boyfriend your (laughs) best friend your husband whoever your manager whoever it's got to be just don't go posting don't go posting on instagram yeah so i think that is the biggest thing (laughs) on building a clientele is making sure that you are being professional and that you're treating your clients like queens. And then when they come in as well, it's not just that, it's also the experience. And they're gonna wanna come to you because you're going above and beyond for them. Like, let's say they're not having good retention and you are working extra hard to figure out what the issue is. And maybe you're offering them a discount if they had bad retention or, you know, offering a free touch up, something like that. Like, some, most people don't do that and they would, they would probably think back, oh, okay, well, she actually cares. Like, it's right. not like I'm doing your lashes, they're not sticking on, and well, bye. It's, right. oh, she actually cares about my retention and my money and my time. Yeah, I've seen that a lot, too. I've seen some lash artists that are like, well, she's not having good retention, whatever, I don't care. And then I've seen the total opposite, which is how we are, and it's like, hey, you're not having good retention. Let's figure this out. Turn into a detective. Yeah, like, I'm going to sit here and communicate with them, and that shows them that, wow, she really cares. She's not just out here just to get my money. She actually cares about me and my lashes and she wants them to stay and she knows that they should be staying. So we're working together as a team to figure out what can we do. And also being honest about your mistakes. You know what I mean? Like if if you do make a mistake or, or something and a client calls you out for it, or even before then you can say like, hey, listen, I'm really sorry. Like this is what happened and I didn't even realize it at the time and most clients won't even be upset at you for making a mistake as long as you own up to it and I feel like some people like if they were to make a mistake they would just be like I'm just not going to say anything and if she notices then we'll address it but skip that address it right and then be like hey this isn't going to happen next time don't worry about it and then they'll they'll have more respect for you yeah that actually one time I um I use a jade stone when I lash and I accidentally oh right there I've done that and I didn't even realize it and I accidentally got some glue on her 
and instead of just and it was she probably wouldn't have even noticed it but i'm gonna let her know that out of respect exactly. for her i'm not gonna have her send her home not say anything right. and then her be in the mirror like what, what is, is this that little black dot and why didn't head? she say anything to me about that right. um i glued my pinky to somebody's eyebrow before um so that was interesting <laughs> and i was like trying to get up to go get the room and i was like i can't do that because my pinky's stuck oh on her gosh. head yeah so um i had to be like <laughs> Give me that remover. Yeah, but that's something that I really, I had to address that because there right, was no way she stuck. wasn't going to know that right. I glued my finger to her right. eyebrow. But, you know, like little things like I think one time I forgot to put a primer on somebody and then my client's retention was really bad. And mm. she was like, hey, I don't know if this has to do with anything, but I realized like you missed a step. During, oh, wow, like, she realized. She, yeah, because she can like feel wow. everything that I'm doing. She's like, I, you forgot to put something on before you missed it. Or I guess it was Bonder. At the end? Uh, yeah, at the end. Oh, I guess it was okay. Bonder, not Primer. Okay. And um, I was like, oh, wow. Like, I think I even realized that. So I'm you so didn't sorry. bond her lashes No, I, I guess I didn't oh, bond them. Okay. I just, like, missed them. But, yeah, called, called me out. Well, not called me out for it. But uh -huh. it's like, I don't know if this is And why, it was someone that normally didn't have bad retention. Exactly. So oh, you know, just interesting. own up to your little things. Yeah, that's a big thing. And that's something that a lot of new lash artists are sometimes nervous or scared to do because they're so worried about being perfect. Oh yeah. And it they think that it's a bad thing to make a mistake and it's not. We're or human. a bad thing to be slow yeah. or like, you yeah. know, not 100% no trends in what you're doing uh -huh. and stuff like that. Cuz I remember when I started out, I was 19. That was like 3 4 years ago. And yeah. um I remember when clients would ask me like, "How long have you been doing this and how old are you?" Instantly I'd be like, "Oh my god." Like they're gonna hate me after I tell them I'm only 19 <laughs> years old, you know. But yeah. I mean, yeah, just gotta be honest. And especially if you don't know a lot, like you're, that's an opportunity for your client to grow with you, mm -hmm. you know, for sure. Yeah. So don't be scared just to communicate with that client, and that will set you apart. Exactly. Because so many don't. And another thing too, when it comes to communication, something that we've been complimented on a lot here at our salon is that we explain the process to the clients. Right. I even ask them if they want me to because you know some clients they come in and they want to like chill relax they don't care fall they're asleep like, whatever, they don't do whatever, whatever. They want assignments yeah. Yeah. Um, but some clients they're like oh what are you doing what are you doing right. what are you doing yeah. so I always ask them like do you want me to explain what I'm doing and normally a lot of people are interested in what goes on and why mm -hmm. things do mm -hmm. what you know what I mean yeah and if you don't explain it they might ask but if you can already you know beat them to that where they're not having to ask you that's going to make you look very professional exactly yeah and it's going to make them comfortable too because you got to remember there's people out there that have never had a lash lift before and never had eyelash extensions so this is their first this could be their first time coming in they are extremely nervous especially with Unfortunately, we have people in our industry that aren't licensed and are gluing, you know, lashes together and unfortunately aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing. So that puts a lot of like preconceived notions out there like, yeah. oh, I'm going to go get my lashes done. And then people come in and they're scared. They think like it's going to hurt. I had a lady think that thought that we sew them onto their eyelids. What? And I was like, no. <laughs> No, no, no. Where did you hear about that? And a lot of people, they will say, oh, I'm scared to get my lashes done because it's going to make all my eyelashes fall. Oh, that's the biggest one. Yeah. No, that's not true. 
Right. So it's really just having that communication with them, and that will make them feel comfortable. We also have them fill out paperwork. Yeah. And and that makes kind of makes them ask questions too, because the paperwork will be like, oh, list your medications or something like that, and that makes them ask, oh, why do I have to list yeah. these medications? And it's because, you know, this causes that and that causes that, and right. they like us to be informed yeah and it shows how professional we are as well and i think paperwork is becoming a lot more popular now there's a lot more trainers really speaking up about paperwork and how important it is and i'm like thank god because it is so 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 important and you need that consent as well just in case something was to ever happen you don't want to be held liable exactly so paperwork is another big thing that you guys should really really make sure that you carry we actually have an example on our website and it's for free and you can print them off so do it and i have over the last couple years i the paperwork that we currently have i've personally made that up myself i kind of took what i liked from each one and then i added stuff that i felt like should be on there and i created our own and it's it's really really good it has all the questions that really need to be asked so yeah So I think that's some of the biggest things. Another thing that you can do to get your name out there is, for example, just like today, me and Annie went to our local cosmetology school and we went to the advisory meeting. And when you go to things like that, get your name out there to the teachers, they will invite you back. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And they'll invite you to do classes and... Come speak to the students. Yeah. So that's a a big networking thing where you can not only get your name out there, but um, speak to other people in the industry and about their experiences and all of that good stuff. Yeah. You get to meet other people in the industry and you can really... your business cards. (laughs) Network with them and connect with them and build relationships with them and you can also be like in your town a member of the chamber of commerce our salon from when we very first opened and that has brought us clients even just the other day we had someone from the from the, her mom i think or no her and her, her mom right and her mom, yeah. yeah her and her mom both came in to see us so it really builds those connections when you go to things like that and you really like you can't be shy and you can't be scared i remember um a couple years ago when i worked at my very first salon to get clients, because it was like in a big shopping center, right? Like Target and like all the major uh, shops and stuff. And she, the manager would make us like carry some business cards, go to all the local businesses and ask if they had like a bulletin board mm. where we could put our cards up. And so okay. that would be a whole day. We would just walk around yeah. and give people our business cards. Right, and that's, so that's a, another way. <laughs> yeah, and that's like old school marketing, I feel exactly. like. Exactly. You know, it's... Which social media also is important, but stuff like that is also important. Another thing is, since eyelashes are becoming so popular, I feel like you can go anywhere and see somebody who has lash extensions on, because I'll go to like a restaurant and my server, she'll have lashes on. Yeah. Instantly, that's my in, you know what I mean? Like, hey, my name is Annie, here's my card, I see you have to get your lashes done. text my number if you ever need to come get a fill or want prices or anything like that so that's a good marketing technique as well because you don't know even though she maybe she's has someone that she goes to on the regular maybe her girl's got one on instagram you know blowing clients off (laughs) she could be not happy with her service it could be a lot farther from her and she just doesn't know like what's out there Mm -hmm. um or if people compliment my lashes that's another right. in where it's easy to kind of start talking about lashes. Yeah. 
So I think that is that and referral cards, loyalty cards, both oh, of those. Referral cards referral cards are the best, especially if because like if you are struggling with your clientele, um, you know, people coming in and out and you are wanting people in fast, your current clientele helps you get new clientele by a referral card. For sure. Um Everybody has a different program. You could offer like a 20% discount, $5 off, whatever you want to offer. But basically meaning you, this client, gives your friend this card, comes back to me, and they get, you both get a percentage off or something like that. Yeah. And that's good to do it where it's both because sometimes some people will only do specials for like new clients and stuff. Right. So if you have it where it benefits that current client, Mm -hmm. they are going to be more excited Yes. To go tell people about you because they get a benefit as well. I get more clients and you, you get some money off. Yeah. So. And you can do new client specials as well, but also do not forget about the current clients. And that's why we always have done loyalty cards. Each time they come in, they get a little check mark on their card. And at the 10th right. appointment, they get $10 off. Yeah. And that's another little incentive for them. Yeah. And we just are old school with it. We just have cards, but we also use Square. And I know that they have it where each time the client comes in, it'll keep record of that. It costs an extra fee. So that's why we just do huh. the cards. <laughs> but I'm sure that. your system might have something like that as well that you can look into um but definitely do client appreciation months oh yeah that's big it's a big one we do that a couple times a year and we did one a couple months ago and you know we put on a chalk chalkboard client appreciation month um i ordered a t-shirt right um well for our client of the month we do t-shirts but for the um the whole month we have like a little goodie bag and it's a cup and different candies and different things in there for them so just showing our appreciation and it's also a handwritten card also like if you want i know it's a little bit extra but it depends like if you're the person that's extra um keep record of their birthdays yeah um and also like if you really wanted to like on their um your paperwork that they fill out when they first get to you um you can keep record of their birthday and do a little something. You don't have to, like, buy them a $300 gift, you know? Right. But maybe just, like, oh, here's $5 off of your appointment for your birthday. I do a birthday discount. Um, yeah. So something little, like, to make people feel special and appreciated, yeah. that's definitely um, something that people notice. Right. And we have that on the paperwork, too. It asks them when their birthday is, so you can keep track of that. And what I'll do is I – because I'm the owner of the salon, so I only do, like, my regulars now – and I have one lady that's been coming to me since before I opened the salon and her birthday every year I actually do it for free um, just because she's been coming to me for five years and she actually comes weekly she's very bougie (laughs) she don't have to come weekly but she that's just what she likes she She loves her lashes and you know she comes in and she always pay you know every single week and for her birthday every year I always just say it's on me so she comes 50 times out of the year so one appointment worth fifty dollars isn't gonna affect yeah, you. Yeah, you know it just I mean? shows your appreciation to them. And yeah. you know, I'm not saying do that to every client, but if you have those couple that are really, really good to you, I mean, she gets me a Christmas gift every year, and oh, she right. gets me a birthday gift every year. I have clients that do that. Yeah, too. so that's just my way of showing my appreciation to her because she's like my one client that, like I said, has stuck with me for so long and is so good to me that yeah. I want to give back to her. And so. those are the clients that you want. Those are the clients that you want. What other ways? We do client of the month. We kind of talked about that a little bit. So that is, we basically rotate um, and 
one lash artist each month will pick a client and they get a t-shirt they get a goodie bag and we post it on our social media yeah so and it's basically just that client that yeah has been really good to you and they are just maybe, maybe they come in early to their appointment or bring you a or, coffee yeah. or anything like that and we get to post it and like show them off you yeah know, in it, a way it's fun so another good way to build clientele I feel like is through Facebook and other social medias as well like Facebook marketplace or joining groups you joining know what I groups mean? yeah like we have a couple of lash groups like there's a couple lash groups yeah um but I feel like uh in your city there's also facebook groups that those you can groups yeah post about like if you're hurting for clients you know like you could either run a special or just make a post in there about your uh your lashes yeah. and like what you do and all of that yeah and when i first started it was five years ago now i would post on marketplace i don't know if you're allowed to still like post on marketplace I don't know about I marketplace but they, I, I meant the, the group yeah definitely. I think they changed but the market I wish they could would still allow marketplace because I got a lot of clients from marketplace but maybe they I, should start like a marketplace business I know yeah that would be awesome so I don't and they might allow it but I remember like some of my posts that were on there like got taken down and stuff so I don't know if yeah, they allow it I think it but, maybe it's only like yeah but if not the groups yeah join the local groups we have two groups in Oklahoma that are one's called like girls of Oklahoma the other one's yeah, called OKC like OKC boss okay something I don't something know. like that and they're huge groups and um one of them you're allowed to post literally every single day about your business and you will get a lot of clients from those groups yeah, I see people interact and there's like 300 likes mm -hmm. on all of them but if you're not in a position to take 20 new clients yeah. maybe don't yeah. you know do that but yeah if you want a bunch of new clients really fast it's a good way to get your name out there also sure. instagram yeah be consistent with your posting um also you can look at the times where uh instagram has like the most people on it i don't know i know there's like statistics and stuff like that um but using hashtags helps yeah. a lot like getting views on your post yeah and if someone comments on your post make sure to reply back even if it's just like an emoji that will help boost up the post as well exactly. uh, I know Instagram is kind of changing more towards reels if you notice um, it started to do this on my phone I don't know if it's oh, everyone's the feed phone where it's um, the reels and the posts. and when you go to their page it immediately instead of showing the post first it immediately shows reels first so I know it's like having to get used to it but it's reels adapting. are really popular <laughs> yeah and reels will really get your stuff seen a lot more so yeah. those are always good to do um what else I don't know word of mouth is definitely word of mouth. like probably the biggest one yeah. which we talked a lot about that um yeah. a second ago um I don't know. I feel like social media is just like a really big part of business nowadays. Mm -hmm. um, it is. Like marketing 20 years ago was not what it is Completely now. Completely different. Because it's all social media based now, which is like yeah. you used to be able to like go put out an ad or like, um, yeah. I don't know, a billboard or a bench or something right. like that. But I feel like if you do both, because I feel like too, probably a lot with our generation, they only focus on the Instagram and Facebook. And I have an old soul, I will say. Like, uh, I have always, uh, <laughs> like, I am really big on the Instagram and Facebook, and I know a lot about it, but I also am really big, just like I said, when we do the um, client appreciation months, I, we'll handwrite notes, you know, yeah. things like that. And that is still important to do. Don't forget about that kind of stuff. Don't mainly, don't just focus on Instagram and Facebook. 
Yeah, people really appreciate like a nice little sentimental thing. And it's because so many people. I have a client who wears her uh, shirt, like her. Her business? Know. Yeah, well. Oh, one that shirt? we sell here. Oh. I don't know what it says, oh. but she wears it to her appointment. She loves it. Oh, I think I know <laughs> you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, that's sweet. But yeah, don't forget about the other side of marketing. Don't just focus on social media because so many of you guys do that. And if you're able to do things, yeah, like handwritten notes and things like that, that will also set Appreciate you Appreciate the people that you have and it's like quality over quantity, right? You don't want to worry about having 50 clients. You want to worry about the 10 clients that you have that are good you're taking you. care of them and they yeah. appreciate you because that is what gets you more clients in the end because they're going to tell their friends or their daughter or their cousin or whoever yeah. and they're going to get people in the door for you yeah and if you do all these things you will get clients there's no reason why you shouldn't the issue is there are lashers lash artists out there that like i said don't really do anything or they'll make a post on instagram once a week and they think that's enough and it's yeah. not enough it's not enough anymore there are girls everywhere doing lashes and you need to work for it and if you work for it you will build the clientele but you can't just make one post on instagram once a week and expect to get a full-blown clientele it's not how it works and they're probably not going to be the clients that you want either amen amen <laughs> I so i hope that gives you some good tips and hopefully that helps you especially if you are just starting out take those tips be ahead of the game and if you have any questions, hit us up on Instagram. Yeah. Um, what is it? Lash Alliance. Lash Alliance. Lash Alliance. <laughs> so thank you guys for tuning in. We really appreciate every single one of you. And we love doing this. I mean, I wish that I had this when right. I first started because there was like nothing like this for, I, not that I knew of not five years lashes. ago. I mean, I think it was a couple years I was in it. I started seeing one and, um, then I kind of started seeing more and more, and now we're seeing a lot more, but there was nothing like this when I very first started. Right. So, yeah, we hope to help you. So Thanks. let us know if you have any questions. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>